long ago on the fields of battle in the year 2017, two men met to decide once and for all what the most metal things in the universe are. For there could be only one. What's my <laughs> Welcome to What's More Metal. You'll never know what we just talked about. <laughs> the only podcast for two badass uh, scissor punching comedians. <laughs> scissor punch. Okay. Yeah. 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 We gift <laughs> fist wrapping comedians. <laughs> yes. We wrap up our fists as a little gift. Yeah. For a your gift face. to your face. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we have two comedians <laughs> pick the most metal shit in the universe. With me, as always, is the Huba to my stank. <laughs> I'm very glad I'm the Huba in that situation. I don't want to be the stank. <laughs> the Grinch to my stolen plums. Uh, <laughs> Dan Weber, everybody. Comedian Dan Weber. Right. Uh, I'm comedian Enrico Ott. Right over this way, we got super metal producer Randy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the Sultan of Schlong. <laughs> the Midnight Rider. BJ. Midnight Rider. Low ro- Lord Rod. Yeah. Lord Rodog. <laughs> the certain of Slong. I like that a lot. Yeah, thanks. Like, that's a pretty good one. Just the that. Duke of Dick. Oh, I think we should do. Yeah. 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 There we go. All correct. All that's correct. Right. The Duke of the Dick Down. That's what we should do. That's Ooh, what Duke it is. Duke of Dick Down. Duke of Dick Down. Duke of Dick Downtown. Dick Downtown. <laughs> that's what you call him. That's what we've always called you. Uh, yes. You're right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is What's More Metal. Uh, thanks. Uh, this is going to be great. We're going to have a good show. Uh, by the way, if you don't know, uh, we, we pick two ra- to- random topics every week, and we decide in those topics what the most metal things are in those topics. Um, yep. And if you aren't listening to metal music, first off, I'm so sorry. But second, <laughs> get right. Get right with Satan. But also... Yeah. Uh, it, don't worry about it. Uh, when we say metal, we mean kick-ass, badass, sexy, yeah. deadly, or whatever's killed the most Nazis. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, this week we're going to be doing uh, <laughs> uh, uh, two topics. Uh, most metal, Day of Christmas, as per the 12 Days of Christmas song. And uh, <laughs> most metal, gift received. Gift it's a personal gift, yeah. One received. we've gotten in our lifetime. Oh, because I did not do that. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's okay. I'll make something up now. Okay. I, I mean, that's fine. No, that's fine. I'll make one up because I was all like, well, Burke Ramsey gave himself the gift of being an only child when he killed John Bonet. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Uh, okay. I'll think, I'll think of one for me. That's fine. It doesn't, I, dude, you can do whatever you want. I will do a personal gift for I me. I will do personal. I forgot to write that down, but I'll, I'll figure it out. See this, this is the, the kind of, the, the, the this loose. is the kind of, this is the kind of whale oiled machine that we're running here. Whale uh, oiled metal. indeed. Whale oil. <laughs> Why wouldn't you use whale oil whenever you can? It's uh, biodegradable. Clearly. It's, it's the best. It worked for hundreds of years. Yes. Right. <laughs> Whale oil lamps lit 
all kinds of shit. Yes, absolutely. Uh, before we start, uh, we like to, uh, and by the way, this is the last episode of the year, which, uh, yeah. yeah, rest in peace, you piece of shit, 2020. Yeah, fuck um, yourself. But uh, before we start, we, start, we like to, Dan and I like to uh, find a little bit of good news that's going to happen in the world, p- pass a little positivity to you. Yes. Uh, so it's in all this darkness. And so, uh, Randy, uh, do you have that uh, right available? I do. Now. There's actually a few shout outs. Yeah. Uh, I know I remember two of them. So <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, you'll have to you'll have to give me know. the third one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um so we were talking about it before the show a little bit, uh putting it all together, and Dan, you had made a really good point in that if twenty twenty has been good for anything, it's been uh progression in um gender equality, or I should mm-hmm. say gender identity. Gender yes. identity. So just a couple people uh, who are very influential in society who have come out as non-binary or transgender or what have you, uh, one being Elliot Page. Yes. Uh, huge shout out to Elliot Page. Uh, mm-hmm. Dope as fuck. Awesome yes. actor. Uh, stoked you're living your true life. Mm-hmm. Another is Eddie Izzard. Very yes. famous comedian Eddie Izzard uh, is now officially going by she, her, mm-hmm. which is dope as fuck. That's um, awesome. And the third one is the one I need you to rem- remind me again. <laughs> Grant Morrison <laughs> recently came out as yeah. uh, bi- non-binary. Thank yeah. you. Uh, he just awesome goes writer. by they, them. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't know who Grant Morrison is, get your right with your life. Because mm-hmm. he, they have written the some of the best comics uh, ever created. Uh, the Invisibles and The Filth are two of the things that they're involved with. And they're... Those are it mind blowing. Like the Invisibles, especially uh, required reading. Uh, if you're even what, like you, you should. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't read the Invisibles, get your shit together. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So those three. Uh, Graham Morrison also famously <laughs> did a speech at a. Um, I believe a Comic-Con uh, on mushrooms and talked about casting spells. And that is nice. an amazing speech. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it is at, cause at one point, like you can tell that the mushrooms have kicked in and then he, he only goes another five minutes before he gives it away. He's like, I, I gotta say, uh, I did mushrooms like an hour ago. So they're kicking in right now, so this the rest of this is gonna get fucking weird, and then it does. It is a, <laughs> it is a, it is an insane. Grant Morrison, one of the greatest people. Oh ever. yeah, Grant Morrison. We'll talk about spells, alien abduction, like the yeah. dudes, all the way out there. He's great. Um, or they're great. Sorry, they're uh, great. Sorry, uh, but um, Elliot Page. That was been a great one too. Like that. Uh, it just yeah just yeah i think it's just really awesome and then um some right wing douchebags of course had to like chime in and try to like get clicks with their their fucking horse shit um one of my favorite things on earth that's ever happened it's it's the greatest self own of all time but um uh what the fuck is his name uh um uh, the dude from turning <laughs> ben Shapiro. i'm no, just no, going to no, s- uh, kirk uh what's his fuck from um, what from uh, Turning Points USA, um, Charlie <laughs> Kirk. Sorry, so okay. Charlie Kirk had this tweet that's that was just like 
Uh, I don't know what a cisgender is, but I sh- it shouldn't be around children. And that's the be- greatest self-own of all time. Because a cisgender <laughs> is someone who is the gender that they were born. And yeah. so, like, literally, it's just just the fucking most epic telling on <laughs> you yourself. You did just say that only trans people should have kids. Yeah, basically and, uh, is what he was trying to say. I'm going to say that that's probably accurate. Probably I'm, right. I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was just... It, uh, it's such an epic cell phone that I, I fucking love <laughs> But anyway, uh, but seriously, a uh, huge shout out to all those people um, uh, living their life, doing their thing, and and asking for the minimum of politeness in yeah. this world that you just refer to them in the way that they might like. You right. know, like, uh, and it's it's not a huge, it's literally no different from somebody going, hey, uh, Robert, and you're like, hey, just Bob, please. You know, and, and you're going, ah, show me your birth certificate. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. exact same level of you could just be like, oh, yeah, Bob's fine. Um, but anyway, uh, guys, we got an ad this week. Wow. Uh, we've we've got, got a, a sponsor? New sponsor. Yep. We got oh, a new sponsor. Shit. Do they pay us yet? This week. I think they're going to wait for a single click. Okay. So. Fuck. I, I, <laughs> hey, that's, uh, hey, you know, we roll the dice enough. We're going to catch a jackpot here, people. Anyway, <laughs> Someday. So uh, this is uh, this is the ad they gave us this week. Uh, What's more metal is brought to us by um, <clears throat> this this company. Um, are you tired of your kids sneaking a peek at the presents you got them this Christmas? Afraid to leave your little mischievous Grinches alone this holiday? <laughs> well, then you need Jumpin' Lee's electrified wrapping paper. <laughs> simple, discreet <laughs> wires run underneath the gold mesh to a simple car battery. To deliver an instantaneous but memorable lesson to your little Christmas shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in Lee's electrified wrapping paper. Ho, ho, holy shit, mom, it's electrocuting me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a product that's going to take off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like lightning, I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> um, uh, so in doing research for that ad, uh, <laughs> uh, I found out that um, a person named uh, Les Harvey, who played guitar in the band Stone the Crow, the Scottish rock band in 1972, was electrocuted and killed on stage when he when his microphone when he touched his microphone with wet hands. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he have wet hands? Like he was, he obviously was you're not a rock star. He was uh, petting a dolphin. He's like, hold on. <laughs> hold on a minute. Got to got to play a show. <laughs> I, <laughs> Dude. That you, rocks. A uh, friend of the show, uh, our, our, one of our favorite comics, Simon Gibson. Yes. Has a bit about getting electrocuted by an electric yes. fence during. Yes. He, he, does a, he does an imitation of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And at one point while he was doing it, he was standing on a metal stage and the electric fence behind him shorted out and was shocking him. So he was like twitching and shit. And, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's, and then he cr- like, people loved it. They didn't know he, he didn't know he was in trouble. He was just, they thought it was part of the bit because Simon's a bit out there. So he'll do like crazy shit like all the time. You, I wouldn't have known. 
Yeah. Like I know Simon pretty well and I wouldn't have known that that was happening yeah. if I was in the audience because I can never be sure what he means to do and what he doesn't. Right. But still, it's an epic fucking story. Yeah. Uh, also, check him out wherever you can because he's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Simon Gibson is fucking amazing. And, yeah. He's um, one of my favorites. When you watch him, it's literally like um, you he doesn't know what he's going to do. You don't know what he's going to do. It's fan fucking tastic every yes. time. Yeah, so, it's fucking great. Cry uh, laugh. I have, cry. He made me cry laugh in the past. I love it because when you watch a Simon Gibson set, you are you are cry laughing. You're weeping. You just can't and you can't stop. And you don't know why you're laughing. Yes. Like, you, like I literally the whole time I'm cr- I'm crying harder than, and laughing harder than I've ever laughed hard. And then I'm like, and I don't know why this is funny. Like, <laughs> yes. But it's yeah. so fucking funny. Yes. Uh, uh, the the dude's a fucking. Yeah, he, I don't know he's what a he comedic genius. Into. He's amazing. Absolutely, I don't know I what s- he taps into, but it's. I saw incredible. him. I saw him once. To, I saw him for the first. The first time. Well, I met him for the first time at at Al's Den, but that was before he was doing what he's doing now. Uh-huh. The first time I saw him do what he's doing now, uh, was during Bridgetown, at that place, that karaoke bar that looks like cocaine built it. You know what I mean? The one on. A, <laughs> The one on, on Burnside. Be more specific. Uh, no, the one that's just neon. Looks like a fucking a rejected set piece from Miami Vice. Do you oh, know what I'm right, right. About? Uh, Club Trio or whatever? Club or? Trio. Oh, Trio, yeah. yeah so yeah. he was doing, they had, they, they, it was the only year they ever had sets at Club Trio. And it's because during Simon Gibson's set, he they so they have a stage and then they have this thing behind the stage that's like a platform and it seems like he could climb up on it so he did he climbed up on it and he was running back and forth and screaming at the crowd and apparently they were fucking pissed that anyone got up there and they told them they would never have Bridgetown in there again which is hilarious to me cuz i saw this ep- i saw that i saw him do it and he was crushing uh but it was, I don't know, man. It was, it was just like one of those things where like, yeah, he's a, he's a wild card. You don't know what you're going to get when he goes yeah. up on stage. That fucking rocks. He's awesome. Yeah. Definitely check out him. Um, but uh, time to get into the first fucking topic, everybody. Yeah. Let's do Day of Christmas as I uh, didn't think enough on the other. <laughs> <laughs> you just did. I did the you, wrong research. You, well, I mean. Yeah, you can do what you want. I don't. I don't. I don't mind. This is I, that's my Christmas gift to you. Me not giving a shit about what I know. I'll you, give you did research on the gift of doing it right. In a okay. Second. Okay. Let's start with day of Christmas. All right. <laughs> uh, to decide who gets to go first between Dan and I on most metal day of Christmas, as per the Twelve Days of Christmas song, um, we're gonna do the most metal thing possible and roll twenty sided die. We're gonna roll the what's more metal brand twenty sided die, right? Hell yeah. The I'm, one. I'm home now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Making sure. Um, the one on the What's More Metal, you get this on uh, Patreon.com, by the way. The one says What's More Metal, because we're the number one podcast to eat fondue to. And the 20, <laughs> the natural 20, says Natch Twambo. Because uh, it's it's annoying. So, <laughs> Dude, I, thought, I think you meant to say fondue, not fondue. What does fun do? Just cheese. I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't <laughs> oh my god! What? What is, what is better than fondue? 
If you can fucking name me anything that's better than fondue. I think fondue is when you stick your dick in a fondue machine. <laughs> <laughs> that would like fucking a hot pocket right out of the microwave. Like that's, a, that's a scald the skin off your dick kind of situation at that point. Uh, agree to disagree, Dan. <laughs> Prove us wrong, fans. <laughs> Prove us wrong. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to roll 20-side die. Uh, uh, Randy, roll for me. Enrico, you got a seven. Okay. Dan, you got a 16. Shit. I'm going to have to go first on this thing I didn't prep. I'll go first. No, no, no. It's fine. I'm fucking up. Yes, yes. that's true. I mean, you do go first topic, on the thing that you did not. On the next topic. Yes. yes. So uh, I've got uh, 12 Days of Christmas. So I looked it up. I did some research on this on the song. Mm-hmm. And there's been many versions of yes. the song and the verses. Yes. Lots of different verses. So I'm going to pick one that is specific to a particular version that was written in the 1900 by a man named Cole. It was Nine Bears a Beating. So. <laughs> a beating, right? No, a beating. <laughs> and here's the thing Is there anything more terrifying? Then nine bears, period. It doesn't matter <laughs> what they're doing. It's just nine bears. Like it could be nine bears a chilling, and it would still be fucking horrifying. That's but a lot it's of nine bears. bears a beating, which is fucking insane. Like that's nine bears beating the shit out of something, and bears can beat the shit out of most things. Yeah. Uh, so that's. That's fucking crazy. I don't yeah. know. When I read it, I was like, why isn't that the normal thing we say? I, I It's usually something completely different. But yeah, Nine Bears a Beating. Uh, that to me is the most metal verse in that most metal verse in the history of that song. Uh, per beating. For every beating you get there, you get nine bears. <laughs> nine, nine. Oh, I'm in. Every yeah. time you jerk off, you get. <laughs> every time nine you bears. jerk off, you get nine hairy dudes. Oh shit! <laughs> You're right, Randy. That's nine dudes. That's nine furry guys jerking off. Nine nine bears are jerking off. Yeah, nine hunks of fluffing. Look, that makes it more metal than even what yeah. I was talking. That's about. what I'm saying. That rocks, dude. That's like, oh shit! I mean, if that's your thing. That's, that's the shit. <laughs> nine bears in leather harnesses jerking off. Yeah. Bukakiing you. They, yeah. That's nine bears of bukakiing, I yeah. think is what it uh, what the what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's nine dudes, but it's twelve feet of sausage. <laughs> You're like, what? Dang. Wow. That's a lot of dome. That I, is a I, lot of dome. <laughs> nine bears nine bears of beating. Yeah, on on what uh, with what? <laughs> there's no con. There's no context. That oh, that makes it yeah. And nine bears, <laughs> like yeah, you're like you're saying, nine bears doing it like doing anything, anything, being around is just like that's fucking a horrifying amount of bears. Yes, yeah, fucking that rules. Um, that's a great that's a great choice, Dan. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh. So I also looked up uh, cool, uh, you know, different versions, but 
I'm going to go with the classic. And I'm going to say, um, oh, well, hold on. I got a, uh, I think it's 11. <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Because uh, I just changed my mind. Um, <laughs> what? Get the fuck out. That never happens. That never happens ever. And it, no, it's, it's fucking weird. Um, hold on. Uh, this is, here we go. Uh, no, no. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm going to go with uh, 10 lords a leaping. Because okay, I'm okay. going to assume they're leaping to their death. <laughs> 10. Fair. Are they, are they landlords? That's pretty good. Le- yeah, fuck you. Leap to your death. 10 lo- ten gods, 10 Jesuses. Leap into your, that's, fuck Yes. Even if it's just nobility, even yeah. if it's just English nobility jumping yeah. out of the tower to their death. Yeah. Still. Wow, Lords a leaping. Yeah, you're just like, hey, here they go. Look at them go. You can see their American flag neckties flapping in the wind. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lords a leaping. I'm going to go with. That's a pretty good one. I yeah. I thought about th- I thought about taking that one. I thought about okay. Lords a leaping. I didn't know that there were multiple versions of the song with multiple different. So initially, Lords of Leaping was going to be my choice. Uh-huh. But then I read that there was a bunch of different versions and a bunch of different uh, verses. And I just so I looked through all of them and found one. But Lords of Leaping, a very cool one. Like that's even if you just take it at face value and just say, OK, it's just nine lords or what is it? Eleven? Eleven lords? Ten. Ten lords just jumping up and down. Yeah. That's still pretty epic. Like that's yeah. a bunch of rich dudes. I would love to see Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and Larry mm-hmm. Ellison and all those guys just jumping up and down for no fucking reason. Like mm-hmm. till they get tired and die. That would be awesome. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you like that is what they're I'm saying. leaping because they're in a electrified cage. <laughs> the floor is fire. Yeah. I think it would be the floor I, is lava. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't actually want that one to. Be, I don't know. Like that. That one's whatever. Dan won. Look. So <laughs> those are our choices for most metal day of Christmas. Dan oh, yeah. chose uh, uh, bears of beating. I chose lords of leaping. Uh, we'll put those up on our Instagram stories this next Wednesday. Let you guys vote on them. Um, Dan, do you have a backup? I do. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick another one that comes in a ver- that comes in nine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick nine drummers drumming. Okay. Uh, because the drum is the only instrument in there that's mentioned that is mm-hmm. metal as fuck. It's twelve drummers drumming, right? One of them, a bunch of them said nine. Oh, okay. So it might have been it might be twelve in other versions, but the ones okay. that I looked at said nine. Okay, you got it. So the drum, first of all, one of my, I mean, it's cool to it. A good drummer is insane to watch. Yes. Uh, especially like at next level, like metal shit mm-hmm. when they've got that huge setup yeah. and they're just drumming their fucking balls off like got bleed from Meshuga. Yeah. Meshuga or, yeah. um, or anything Perry. Neil Pert ever did. You're right. Uh, just absolutely insane. So mm-hmm. drummers are, uh, being good at drumming is, next level weirdness that I can't comprehend doing. Mm-hmm. And so nine drummers drumming, certainly metal as fuck. Absolutely. Um, I, 
Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> and of that many drummers, you just can do the sweet drumline shit where you're yes. like, it just just shreds. Um, yeah, I think I think that would be bad as fuck. I mean, that's 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 a, a great that's a good amount of drummers. There it's was like just a metal amount of drummers. There was a there was a band back in the day. It was in the in the mid nineties called Chikung, and they were like. They were like an acoustic industrial band. Oh, crazy. Like industri- so they would they would make industrial noises, but just with acoustic instruments, no electronics at all. And they had like nine drummers. Like some of them were just huge drums and some of them small. And they they were uh, anarchists. Uh, they were um, uh, in earth. They were earth firsters. They were for sure like environmental terrorists that uh-huh. sang about destroying uh, uh, Christianity and their concerts were insane. I saw nice. them like four times back in the day. They had fire dancers and like, fuck, it was lunacy. Their fucking shows were amazing. And, uh, I think you can still okay. find some of their music out there. Uh, and the name of the band was Chikung, which is fucking awesome. That rocks. So they were, they were fantastic. And they were like nine drums easy in that group. So, that fucking rules. That was awesome. Um, my backup, uh, Dan and Randy, is uh, five golden rings. <laughs> okay. Because you're wearing them all like you're the Mandarin. Like, I just <laughs> fucking love that. Just, <laughs> who has five fucking rings but a dude who sells Coke? Like, that's just like... That's <laughs> yeah, true. You're just, like, looking bad as... If, a dude, if you saw a dude with gold rings on every finger, you'd be like... Not this guy. Like whatever you like. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I'm doing. Yeah, not I'm like I'm not gonna hassle whatever. This dude. This dude's got a confidence level I can't even fucking step to. Yes. Where Nine, five fucking rings. Much less golden. Yeah. Like like any like nine just rings. Yeah. Would be enough. Yeah. Or five or it doesn't even matter. Five rings. Right. It's five rings. Yeah. Five rings yeah. wouldn't matter. Five rings. Not gold, gold, whatever yeah. it is, terrifying. That With the exception is... of class rings, like he's like Mike Jostin, like he's just guy. He just, <laughs> <laughs> just he just has all the class rings. <laughs> like, he yeah, graduated. Yeah, yeah. He graduated five times from high For school. For each year, I was eligible. <laughs> <laughs> Nine class rings. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I just, uh, five golden rings to me is like, whoever needs that is a gift. You're like, fucking don't. Yeah. Well, buy Coke from him, but other than that, don't fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> buy Coke from that dude. Yeah. His Coke is great. That's a guy named like Raphael or something. Yes. Like, it's like, it's a tough guy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, you have any other backups, Dan? Uh, there was one, and I don't remember the number. But there was one that was called, uh, it was like, I think it was like 11 Badgers of Baiting. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't know what that means, um, but badgers are dope. Like, that's yeah. just that's just a dope creature. Yeah. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've always thought that my spirit animal was a badger because they'd live in like a hole by themselves and they just want to be left alone. And if you fuck with them, they'll attack you. And that's perfect. Like that a hundred percent explains me as a person. Like, right. There's no way my spirit animal isn't a badger of some kind. 
Right. I don't want to go honey badger because that's just bragging. But right. it would be <laughs> a normal badger, still pretty fucking brutal. Uh, and they're not to be messed with. Like you see, if you watch National Geo uh, documentaries, they'll show an animal approach a badger den and then like try to get the badger out and they always regret it. They're always like, <laughs> I'm going to eat the badger. And they're like, nope. Like after a little while when the badger fucks them up, they just run away. Perfect. Yeah. Love badgers. That, that rocks. Uh, <laughs> you're like, who baits a badger? Like just a fucking suicidal <laughs> yeah. idiot. A person that doesn't want their hands. I'll tell you that. Well, baiting a badger is just existing on this yeah. world. <laughs> just... just that you're you're aggravating you're intentionally yes. aggravating a, a badger. You're next to alive. a badger. Being alive near them. <laughs> yes. That's is, enough. Is, 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 is yes, that's gonna do it. I um um I had some backups. Um I was gonna say a uh, couple of things. First, nine ladies dancing is that is the most epic fucking uh <laughs> like uh, uh um bachelor party. Of all time. <laughs> like, when you just clear out, like, two nights worth of, like, a, a fucking a club's dancers. Just to, like, yeah, they're, they're playing in my fucking garage now. <laughs> Nine ladies dancing. Ginger. Peppermint. Sage. Uh, <laughs> I'm naming the dancers. Blade. <laughs> Siren. Laser. There's also some American gladiators in here. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> American gladiators. Is that buzzsaw, hacksaw? Um, no, but I just I thought nine ladies dancing was just I'm like okay now we're getting. By the way, I also did some research. There's 28 fucking birds you get in the 12 days of Christmas. Yes, there's an amazing Norm Macdonald sketch where he's on the phone calling his uh, his girlfriend <laughs> yes. and he's like, yes. hey baby. I, I, yeah, no, I love the the partridge in the pear tree is just a great gift, but uh, 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 the seven swans. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like a lot of swans. And then, like, as he's doing the, it keeps calling back. And yeah. It's just more and more, like, fucked up bird sounds. Like, hey, <laughs> I can barely hear you. Uh, again, it's, it's a lot of birds, sweetie. It's a <laughs> You're my true love. Um, um Yeah. Something fun to think about with that. It's 28 birds, but they're all given to you multiple times. You end up with 12 partridges in a pear tree at the end of that 12 days of Christmas. No, yes. that it's like on the first day you get this and the second day you get this. This and this. Yes. So oh. it goes, it, it's like you okay. gave me this and this. And then the third time it's like you gave me this, this and this. So you end up with 12 partridges, as he said. Oh. Yeah. So whatever the fuck, wherever the geese land. 20, 24 turtle doves. So, yeah. How many, whatever, what is, when, where did turtle doves show up? Those are two. That's two? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, not 24. It wouldn't be. Oh, no, it would be 20. It would be 22. 20. 22. Because you get yeah. it 11 times. Right. So the geese come at seven. So you get the seven five times, so 35 geese. Mm -hmm. You get like like an insane amount of shit wow. showing up in your house. Uh, annoying, frankly. I don't know. Between the eight maids of milk and the nine ladies dancing, I'm like, just, it party evens out. 
<laughs> it'd be Lawrence 32. It would be 32 maids of milking. <laughs> you get it four times. Like, what's with the fucking maids? Stop. <laughs> I only needed one. I don't need it. I didn't even need eight. It's so much milk. So I don't even have milk. eight cows. Why it's didn't so you bring eight cows? Like, it should have been eight cows of milking, nine maids of milking, so that I have enough cows for your maids to milk. But yeah. I don't. So I've just got a bunch. I got 32 maids just standing around. Just what wonder what the other. fuck? Just doing nothing. <laughs> just collecting it, unemployment. It's fucking it, nuts. It comes out to a total of 364 things. <laughs> yes. It's a lot. Um, there was a couple other things I wanted to make note of. Um, it, it, it wasn't, it used to be before it was for calling birds. It was for collie birds and a collie bird is a black bird. Yes. So four collie oh. birds is four ravens, which is metal as fuck. Yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sorry, what? No, no, go ahead. Oh, and then the other, other thing, and, um, the, uh, show, uh, SCTV, they had, um, <laughs> if you ever watched Strange Brew, yes. uh, there's they had two characters, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, who uh, were beer drinking Canadians, and they did a Twelve Days of Christmas, and their their first day of Christmas was a beer in a tree, <laughs> and pretty metal. I, I uh, that one's like one of my favorites of all time. Hey, Bob so, and Doug, uh, yeah, I, I think they made a movie about those guys. Have you ever seen it called Strange, Strange Brew? Brew? Yeah. Strange Brew. Mm-hmm. Man, I just brought it up. Yeah. Epic movie. I love that. Bob movie. and Doug McKenzie. Fucking amazing. Those two characters are fucking great. Uh, I think Martin Short was one of them. Was, is that true? Or No, no. It, it's it's uh, it's Rick Moranis. And Rick then Moranis. I forget the other dude. Yeah. Uh, who's a lesser known SCTV guy. Of, yeah. To me. To but, me. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, that's great. There's a scene where they jump their van uh, into the into the river, <laughs> yes. and it, they and then like they they send a scuba team down, and they're just sucking the air out of all the empty beer bottles in their truck. <laughs> yes, and they they're just fine. They've been under underwater for hours. Like the, the sh- it's so fucking good. It's it's like a yeah. The scene where there's something on fire, and so they drink a shitload of beer and just piss it out. Yep. Strange Brew is an amazing, if you haven't seen it, it's an amazing, it's, it's like early, early eighties. It's a fucking mm-hmm. old ass movie. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all it's time. It's a very, very good movie. There's a it's, hockey scene in it that beautiful. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, gang, I think that's going to bring us to the next topic. Next topic. Yeah. Everybody, this is, uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing the most metal Gift received to us, Dan yes. and I, personally. Dan went first last time. I get to go first this time. I'm going to choose the most metal gift I've ever personally received. Um, I'm going to say on my 25th birthday, my buddy Jason K surprised me with the gift of a bottle of absinthe. Uh, nice. Straight from uh, where the Czech Republic. Holy he had it shit. shipped to me. It was awesome. And it also did kind of kill the party because I left the party. I went <laughs> to my room with four friends and we drank that entire bottle in a night. <laughs> and people kept showing up to the party and knocking on the door like, want to say happy birthday? I'm all, fuck off! And then we were just 
drank a whole bottle of absinthe. Did you do it? it did you do it pouring it over a, a yep. sugar cube and shit? Mm-hmm. Did the whole thing. Uh, poured it over sugar cubes, lit on fire for a second, blew it out. Like, um, did the whole the whole nine. It was uh, it was awesome. Uh, it was like drunk plus one. Yes, uh, <laughs> absinthe is insane. It's, uh, it was it was a good ass time. Yeah. That's fucking fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> so your choice, absinthe. Absinthe. I absinthe. got a gift of absinthe. You got twenty fifth birthday absinthe. Mm-hmm. So when I was seven years old, <laughs> also absinthe. Yeah. No. So my parents, uh, I don't know why, they bought me a, an old school remote control race car. Okay. So it wasn't, the steering was, you click the button once and it goes left. You click the button again, it goes right. You click the button again, it goes in reverse. And one more time and it goes, it stops. And first time is forward. So it's just like, it's an insane control system. It is, but it's like 1977. Like they didn't, that was like technologically mind-blowing right so i got this it was a cool looking car it was a remote control car so i got it and immediately went out to our patio in tillamook oregon and then we my next door neighbor and i played a game where he drove the car and i tried to hit the car with a basketball so (laughs) So he would drive around and try to dodge the basketball, but he wasn't good at it. So I smashed the shit out of this remote control car on Christmas Day, like five hours after I got this car, like a fucking serial killer. I destroyed a technological marvel in 1997 or 1977 uh, with a basketball, a very old technology by that point. Uh, destroyed that fucking car. Uh, I got in so much fucking trouble. My dad came out and was like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're playing a game. And he's like, what in the fuck are you doing? Like, he got super mad. I got grounded for a month. Uh, yeah, it was. But <laughs> I just like the idea that I got this really cool thing and then immediately destroyed it at the age of seven. Like, it wasn't like I was an adult and was rebelling against anything. It's just what I did. There's a thing that I got. Let's fucking smash it to bits. Which describes my childhood 100% to a T. That is exactly how I fucking treated everything I got as a child. And this thing, no fucking different. It was the first It was the first fine gift I destroyed, but definitely not the last. <laughs> Was it because you were playing it and you were like, wow, this sucks? Or you were just like. No, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, (laughs) I honestly, I've thought about it, dude. I've thought about this moment for the last, what, 43 years. Like I'm Uh like 42 years. What the fuck was I thinking destroying this thing? And the only thing I could come up with was like, even at that age, like. Fuck capitalism. I'm just going <laughs> to smash it. I'm going to smash this thing that costs a lot of money. I just didn't give a shit. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I think the other explanation, of course, was uh, 
you know, I was a troubled child. <laughs> uh, somebody should have taken me directly to a psychologist right after that and been like, the fuck is wrong? But nobody did. So uh, that's what you get here. But anyway, that's 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 the first time that that all that all surfaced 100 percent. It was just like, let's fucking smash something pretty. It was like the scene in Fight Club. When that guy beats the shit out of Jude Law, he's just like Jared Leto. Jared yes. Leto, whatever. Yeah. Same difference. Look, they're both people we want to punch. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they're both beautiful yeah. people. So who gives a shit? Right. Uh, so you just beat the shit out of that person, um, just because you can, because it's beautiful and you want to fuck it up. I think that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I love it's like here. You hit the button. I'll. Blow this thing to shit. (laughs) (laughs) It only took, I mean, honestly, that. There's no way it could dodge very well. No, of course not. It couldn't dodge at all. Uh, Also, because I was standing directly over the top of it when I threw the basketball. (laughs) I didn't throw it from across the fucking patio. (laughs) I was running up to it. Uh, But for the most part, like, I'll say in in that car's defense. Uh, it kept working for years, oh, even wow. though even though I cracked the outside of it, the actual mechanics of it didn't give a fuck. Like it would have, I could have smashed it many more times, and it kept on rules. working. I'm gonna find it, and we're gonna do this again. For your <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It, it was a red. It was a red race car. I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but I. I mean, if you look up remote control cars from the se- right. 1977. You probably fucking find it. Yeah, it'd be worth like thousands of dollars. <laughs> oh my god, hundreds of like if if you had it in mint condition, which right. is impossible. But if you did, it'd be worth tens of thousands at this point. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> that's a fucking great choice, man. So those are our choices for mouse bottle gift received. I said uh, a bottle of absinthe on my twenty fourth, twenty fifth birthday. Uh, Dan chose a uh, remote control race car he beat the shit out of on his seventh birthday. Seventh birthday, yeah. Um, you could we'll put those up on our Instagram stories again on uh, uh, this on Wednesday next Wednesday, and we'll let you guys vote on who had the most uh, metal choice. Um, my backup, uh, Dan and Randy, most metal gift received. Um, oh, um, you know what it was uh, my last birthday. Um, my older brother gave me a shotgun. Uh, he gave me a sweet, uh, yes. Mossberg shotgun, uh, that's, um, old enough that it doesn't have to be registered. <laughs> and, uh, so I have an unregistered shotgun. Nice. Uh, it, it rules. Uh, it's, it's super fun to shoot. It makes that great shack shack when you, when you rack it up. Yes. Uh, it's, it's great. I, um, it was, it was a really fun gift. And we immediately went out and just shot beer bottles with it out of the sky. It was fucking Fuck awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a fine fine gift. What what gauge shotgun? Oh, it's twelve gauge. Twelve gauge. She's a twelve gauge. Yes. Perfect. Oh yeah. Um, we used to blow the tops off of trees with a twelve gauge when I was a kid. It's so fun. It's it like shooting a twelve gauge, legitimately, is one of the most like awesome experiences a person can have if you haven't shot a 12 gauge shotgun do it just racking a shotgun feels yes. so good 
Yes. Like, like, it, it, like deep in your core, just yeah, sh- viscerally, like, your lizard brain loves it. Oh, I don't oh, even yeah. know why. Oh, it's deep in your your heart. You're just like, that's, you're like, that is the toughest sound I will ever make. Have I ever <laughs> told you the story about my dad? Have I told you about my story yeah. about my dad and shotguns? Mm-hmm. Have I mentioned it on this podcast before? I think you have. The one about uh, that guy. Uh, the guy that showed up and was like, why does this hurt so bad? What can I do to make it not hurt? So my dad and his buddies who were drunk as fuck were like, well, just lean back a little bit and then hold it about an inch away from your shoulder and then it won't hurt at all. So the guy shot it like that and it spun him around twice and dropped him on the ground, broke his fucking shoulder and his buddies had to drive him to the hospital out of the fucking woods. And at one point, his friends were like, what the fuck is this? And my dad and his friends were all standing there with loaded rifles. And we're like, what are you going to do? And they just got in their truck and drove the fuck away. It, uh, it was Lean a formative moment. Yeah. so fantastic. Yes. It was, yeah, Ugh. my dad, epic at, like, when he, when he got drunk, he was a, he was an asshole. He, if yep. you asked if he, he would fuck with you something fierce. And that was no exception. That was a very, that was a formative moment. I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Yeah. This poor kid just like spitting around. The look on his face of like, I trusted this guy and he lied to me. Like, it was just amazing. <laughs> well, you know, uh, his shoulder was the race car. In that <laughs> yes, it was. In that he did get a he did get a broken ass shoulder. Oh uh, fuck, that that fucking rocks. Um, you have a backup, Dan? Oh yeah. Um, in 1981, when I was 11, uh, my dad got me a ping pong table. Now it was only my dad because my parents had gotten divorced the year that year. So like six months prior, my parents split. And 1981 was the biggest haul at Christmas I ever got as a child because both of my parents tried to outdo the other one with gifts. So I got I got so much shit that year. My sister and I made out like fucking bandits like neither one of them was rich. And, And looking back, thinking back on it, they spent a very inappropriate amount of money on Christmas that year, mostly out of guilt Mm -hmm. for like splitting, splitting our family and making us like kids of divorce. But I did get a ping pong table out of it. And I used that ping pong table for fucking years. And then later that ping pong table served me well because in college I would shark people for money (laughs) because I could play ping pong very, very well. Uh, I would do it in the dorms at COCC. So yeah, ping pong table for sure. One of the best gifts I've ever gotten. That fucking rules, man. Um, my my girlfriend, uh, her family plays ping pong, and they're all fucking really good. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where I like like now I I where I, I in this family when I'm I'm there I'm like fuck <laughs> like, like <laughs> I'm like why was this a skill? Because it was just one of those things where you're like this will never be a thing I need, and then you're like fuck now I'm. <laughs> I'm like the lowest on the totem pole in this whole fucking family. And this, <laughs> yeah. Every Thanksgiving, my family has a ping pong tournament, except for this year, of course, because it was bullshit. Right. But they have a a family ping pong tournament, and um, last I only went a couple of times, uh, but a couple of years ago, my cousin 
I don't know, cousin-in-law, my cousin's husband. Sure. He and I were in the finals and um and he was like super fucking he was like deadly serious about it and I was drinking beer and didn't give a shit. So I'm like, I'll I'll let this guy win. Fuck it. Uh-huh. I don't I I mean, he might have beaten me anyway, but I absolutely didn't try hard enough one way or the other. Right. I let him win. Um, I'm not saying he didn't, he couldn't have beat me regardless, but it was so important. It That guy was super competitive. He found out I was a comic and he started like doing jokes in front of me all the time uh, during the dinner. And it was like, uh, okay, I, I get it. You've got a, you've got something to prove. I'll give you this. I'll give you ping pong, sir. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Dude, that's so fucking annoying when that happens. Like, oh I, yeah. You just watch it happen in somebody's eyes. Where they're like, oh, 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 c- comedian, huh? Or whatever. You're just like, oh, dude. <laughs> but man, I'm the funny guy in the shit. family. Yes. I'm like, no. I don't give a fuck, man. No. Cool. You win. Or whatever the fuck you need. Or whatever. Your tiny ego. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. I'm like, great. You're the funny <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. If you meet me in real life and it's not on stage... There's a very good chance that you won't have any idea that I'm a comedian because I'm not I don't try super hard to be funny all of the time. Like that's just yeah. an that's an effort I don't put into it. Right. I might not even say shit. I might say nothing. Mm-hmm. I've gone to dinner parties where I didn't say anything the entire night other yeah. than pleasantries. Mm-hmm. So the idea that like like he was trying to outdo me at the family at the at a basically a family reunion. Knock mm-hmm. yourself out. Like, I'm not even trying. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try to be funny guy at the family reunion. I'm going to offend most of my fucking family if I do. For sure. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just like, I'm, uh, my, my go-to line is like, I'm not on the clock. I'm not <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not doing this right now. I don't. Uh, I don't give a shit. Well, anyway, gang, that's been our uh, our choice for uh, most of <laughs> personal Christmas gift. Uh, and I think that's going to bring us to the polls. Yeah, <laughs> we're back. We're doing it. All right, this is the part of the show where uh, producer Randy will uh, yeah. let us know uh, who won last week's choices. And I'm just doing a quick cursory mm-hmm. check to see if any new votes have come in since then, and they have. Oh shit! Someone got overtaken. Gotta run the math real quick. Hang on. So last week we had uh, most metal snowman. Oh shit! Did Dan get uh, twelve twelve drummers drumming, and I only got uh, eleven pipers <laughs> piping? This <laughs> vote. Um. So for most metal snowman, we had the BJ Snowman mm-hmm. versus uh, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And with just over half of the votes, just barely, uh, as of now, because this is being pre-recorded. Uh, it is going to BJ Snowman. Oh, as of you're now, wrong. you're wrong. <laughs> well, he's an actual fucking snowman. So yeah, but Pablo Escobar. Is Pablo Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, Pablo Escobar technically is, is Pablo Escobar. <laughs> that is a that is a Thank true you. statement. I no matter what. I rest my case. No matter what you, whatever the context is, that's 100% accurate. (laughs) Pablo Escobar is 
Pablo Escobar. But he is also... <laughs> he delivered more snow than anybody. He did deliver a <laughs> lot of snow. Uh, that's responsible for a lot of shitty sitcoms in the 80s. Yes. So, thank you. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know if we should thank Pablo Escobar for <laughs> for transmitting that much cocaine right. into America in the 80s because... Jesus, Dude, without, so much shit Pablo was Escobar, made. We wouldn't have bosom buddies. We wouldn't have perfect strangers. We wouldn't <laughs> have Alf. We wouldn't have Miami Vice. We wouldn't have had uh, the show Sledgehammer. Or- <laughs> oh, Sledgehammer. <laughs> Which, by the way, is one of my favorite shows of all we time. We shouldn't, we wouldn't have Max Headroom. Max we Headroom. Have Max Headroom at all. Max yeah. Headroom, for sure, 100% cocaine based. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Miami Vice was about. And produced by cocaine. Yeah. What was the show? It was it it wasn't Boots and Buddies. It was um Riptide. Do you remember the show Riptide? I don't remember Riptide. With the there was the two brothers that had a boat. They were PIs and they had a boat. Uh and then they had a nerd guy that was like the third dude. And he was like a computer hacker, but like an eighties computer hacker, so it's a nonsense bullshit. Right. Uh and he he had a catchphrase that became huge in the United States for a minute. It was like a couple years. Um, yeah, look it up. Riptide. It's a what was ba- the catchphrase? I I legitimately can't remember. I'll see now. if I can pull it up. Oh, he got too much RAM in my drive. Or it's something. not. That's not what it was. But yeah, if you look up Riptide, uh, you'll absolutely find it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so we're wrong. <laughs> the the audience is wrong. The percentage on that, by the way, is fifty-five percent, and that changed while we were recording. So that yeah, one's going to have to be totally redecided. Totally it might, fine. it might go, it might flip back. You it could know. swing back. Yeah, could swing uh, back at any moment. Now, as far as the Christmas party goes, that one's going to be a little tougher because uh, it was eggnog riot versus the nineteen fifty-seven CIA acid Christmas party, and right now, with seventy-eight percent of the votes, the CIA acid Christmas party has taken it. Right. Which uh, I I did flavor the title of that slightly. To, uh, <laughs> yeah, you did to explain somewhat of what went down. Whereas I feel like eggnog riot is self-explanatory. That is true. Nineteen like fifty-seven. Yeah. Whereas if I wrote nineteen fifty-seven federal workers uh, par- Christmas party would not have made much sense. You should have said West Point eggnog riot. That's the okay. that's the only thing you left out, is that it happened at a military institution. The so, military institution, yes. really. Yeah. Well, well, if you look up eggnog riot, that that comes. That is the only. But I'm sure. I'm going to say sure. for the for now and for all time, right? To expect people who are voting on the polls to look shit up in general, right? Not a, not going to. Well, happen. I would like them to have heard the episode. That be, is true. Then, that, that would, would be, be nice. Yeah. That'd but be ideal. I, I was gonna say, uh, there's just not enough room in those little poll things either. Yeah. To, to for the, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so West Point most certainly would have been the only word in there if I yeah. put it into West Point. So West Point eggnog riot. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, but, but anyway. also mine was better. But also so. LSD <laughs> LSD wins most of the time. So. Yeah, uh, that was a dude getting dosed and <laughs> dosed his way into prison. Yes, 
Oh, I found out some other shit too, uh, looking it up later, but there's actually a CIA uh, officer who like they had inter- like they had uh, asked questions about like uh, and he was like, he goes, yeah, fuck, I gave him a ton of it. And like, he like, totally admits to like, he's like, yeah, he deserved it. Fuck that dude. <laughs> or whatever. He's like, Damn. So, um, uh, yeah. So look up, uh, go ahead look up Operation Midnight Climax. <laughs> yeah. And MK Ultra. Um, but yeah, so those are our choices. Thanks guys. Those have been, thanks for voting. That's been fucking awesome. Uh, again, we put these up every, every Wednesday on our Instagram stories, let you guys vote on them. And uh, with that, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Ride the lightning round. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. We just, they feel like the show's going long already. I don't know if we have time to do another. Uh, we are, it, it's only going long because we had a couple pauses, but we actually oh, okay. do have time for one. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's see. I got a fucking list. Look, I just um, don't want to lose my radio license. <laughs> the FCC is going to come down on us hard yes. at this point. Um. Okay, let's go with most metal hiding place. <laughs> let's roll for it. Like, <laughs> most metal hiding place. Most metal hiding place. Okay. We just know that it's gonna. Okay, you know what it's gonna be. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no way it's not. Nariko, you got another seven. No. And Dan got a Natch Twombo. Natch Twombo. <laughs> a natural a twenty. Vente. A Senior Vente. Yes. <laughs> a Naturo Twombia. Yes, a Natalie is. Twimpson. A Natalie Twimpson. A Double DiMaggio. <laughs> a Natalie Crit. <laughs> oh, God. You Did know I what? I've gotten, Vente? I've, I've gotten used to it now, so it doesn't even piss me off anymore. That's that's where we are in the podcast. I'm trying to be- Three years in, and I'm like, I've given up. That's fine. Like, call it whatever you want. So, most metal hiding place. Hiding place. Uh, I'm going to go with ass. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to go with you hide it up your butthole. For sure. Um, 100%. The most metal place to hide fucking anything. Mm -hmm. Specifically drugs. But usually... I mean, you can, you can hide anything there, but it's usually used for drugs. Uh, but everyone has this hidden compartment they can just walk onto a plane with, and no one's really going to ask questions. They're not going to fucking, they're not going to give you any shit about it. Nothing. Absolutely, 100% anus. That's what I'm going to say. Asshole. Okay. I'm going to go with, and I, Randy, please look this up. Uh-huh. Um, cause I'm going to forget the specifics of it, but there was people that they had cocaine surgically implanted in their abdomen or thighs maybe, but it's under the skin. They had a bunch. So surgical, I'm going to say through and under the skin, uh, surgical implantation is the most metal hiding place. Jesus. Um, what fuck, where was it? Somebody, I can't remember if it was in an ass cheeks or titties or ass cheeks. Well, titties would make sense. Um, like just fake, fake boobs. Yes. But Colombian wounded. Okay. Here we go. Between skin and muscle of her leg. There we go. 
This was uh, 8 7 19. This is a uh, Newsweek. Uh, a woman in Colombia, demonst- uh, 42 year old, was driving from Bogota to California. 780 grams of liquid cocaine implants. Wow. Whoa. That's yeah. a lot. $36,000 but planted between the flesh and the muscle of the woman's thighs. So how, many, how many grams? 780. That's gnarly. There we go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bogota briefcase. That's one point two one point seven two pounds of cocaine. <laughs> Fuck. Two, two pounds of liquid cocaine. Yes. That is fucking crazy. That is insane. That is Damn. insane. Uh wow. The fact I'm, that they were caught's pretty I would just be like, you know what? Just go. Like you you've been just there you go. You've been you through enough. It. Let's you just get it. the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. So I do have a backup. The other guy in the uh, pressed cocaine suit, though, made it through. Yes. See, she was just running interference. <laughs> there was just a dude in a dusty white outfit. <laughs> I do have a backup. Uh-huh. Uh, it is a bag of D&D dice. Uh-huh. Because that okay. is how a smuggled... A gram and a half of mushrooms from Canada into the U.S. I put it in a bag of D&D dice. Uh, I got searched because look at me. Of course, they fucking <laughs> they searched my shit when I came through uh-huh. his customs. Um, and they looked in the bag of dice. I watched them out of the window. <clears throat> so I was sitting there, federal agents around me. Uh, I thought I was in deep shit. I thought I was going to fucking prison for sure. I look out the window. I watch federal agents open up uh, this bag right here <laughs> of dice. I have this bag of dice. Open it up. Look inside. Shake their heads. Laugh at one another. Laugh with one another, and then put it away. And I had a gram and a half of mushrooms in that bag, just buried underneath the dice. And they just were like, "Fuck him. He's not doing drugs." Which means that they've never played D and D because everyone I know who plays D and D has absolutely done psychedelic drugs, one hundred percent of the time. Uh, but most, it was just like, it was insane. They were like, I could do anything. I could do anything. I could press. If you could press twenty sided die out of cocaine, you could just waltz through fucking customs with that shit, and they'd let you do it. So yeah. yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, that's a great choice. I'm, I'm gonna say shoes would be my backup. That's um, a good one. Because there's a guy that tried smuggling a bomb onto a plane. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that uh, cracks me up. I just like the idea of a guy lighting his shoes on fire. He's like, "Here we go." He didn't even go off. Poor Pulled bastard. the pin out of his vans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> Nobody, I don't know what those shoes looked like. Uh, they were round uh, and black and had big fuses hanging off the back. <laughs> so they looked like boots. Do they, look yes. like, they look like the red wings I wear every single day. They just look like cartoon bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, wow. Right. That guy's shoes look like a bundle of dynamite with a clock on the side. <laughs> what? Crazy shoes. 
Old Crazy Shoes Seat 42. That's what we call <laughs> His nickname. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, that's been that's been the show. That's been yeah. the last show of the of, uh, of of the year. Pretty exciting. I want to thank everybody uh, who's listened, who's told friends about it, who's uh, hit us up on uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and um, uh, you know, you guys are the, you guys are the shit. Um, we we always love hearing from you guys. Uh, we'd like to incorporate as much as many of your ideas as we can. So if you have any ideas for topics and stuff, just go ahead and shoot those our way, Instagram and uh, and Facebook. Uh, what else? Uh, I want to say a uh, big shout out to to Empire of Pigs for doing our theme song. Yep. Big shout out to Randy for <clears throat> putting everything together. Thank yep. you. All these damned years. Big shout out to uh, Santa for being more real than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> more people yeah. love him. Yeah, that's true. Um, big uh, shout out to uh, the people at Sprite for... Reminding me every year what the season's really about. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Orlando Jones while we're at it. Orlando Jones. Yeah, <laughs> or Coca-Cola. Thank you yes. for showing yeah. us that Christmas is mostly about polar bears. Thank you yes. very much. Yeah. And also in doing nothing to help the polar bear. Yes. <laughs> um, good on you. Thank so, you, Christianity, for declaring that the uh, official colors of Christmas are blue and silver, because uh, you haven't taken enough from the Jews. That's right. Did they do that? They did. Jesus they said the official colors of Christmas are blue and silver? For 2020, yeah. That's oh, fucking crazy. Jesus. That's the, the, the pretty well-defined color uh, situation there. <laughs> Next year, they're going to take all the fucking uh, the Kwanzaa colors. Right. They're just going to take red, <laughs> green, and yellow. Well, what, is, what is reggae's colors? Because we got to take those too. Like, Jesus yeah, right? Christ. Get it. <laughs> get over yourselves, Christianity. Goddamn. Goddamn. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, thanks, everybody. Um, have, hope you have a good uh, <clears throat> holiday season. Hope this was fun for you. Yeah. Hope you had a good time. And uh, as always, uh, from Dan, Randy, and I, fuck 12. And Hail Satan. Fuck 12. Fuck 12. Hail Satan. Why don't you know that?